So welcome back to to More Than Deep with the authentic Stephanie Sterling. Thank you for joining us today. I have a special, special guest here. He's a dear friend of mine. We met about a year and a half ago, and we have just created a crazy bond, more like family. So without further ado, introduce yourself, Pete Lee. Yes, and all the applause and everything. It's just, just crazy. No, thank you so much for that stuff. I appreciate you. This is amazing what you're doing. It really is. I mean, the vision and everything that you've um, that you have is is amazing. I'm excited to be a part of it. So, thank you for that. Thank you as well, Pete. I really appreciate you taking the time out today. Um, I'm just going to do a small introduction and let y'all know that Pete Lee is the owner of the Cigar Experience and the Cigar Experience Lounge in Greenville, South Carolina. So today he's just going to tell us more about his business, what drives him, what's his passion, how he got started, and who he is as a person. So without further ado, you take the mic, Pete. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> so, well, let me first let me first start off with this. And I, and I always say that I never want anybody to uh, think, you know, I like to brag about what I've accomplished or, you know, what, what, what I've done. But, um, you know, I always want to give the honor to God, you know, first and foremost. Absolutely. You know, I wouldn't be here, I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for him. So, you know, I definitely want to do that. But leading, leading uh, segue to that is how did I get started? How did I get to where I am? And, and mind you, looking at it, I don't believe I'm anywhere. You know, right, I believe right. I have, you know, so much more to go. I don't know if I ever reached that that part of a of an it. You know what I'm saying? Like people, you know, I got to get it. I got to get, and I don't know if that's a if that's a real place. I think you're constantly trying to get better. And in my life, my whole life, I just look at the journey. I've always just wanted to get better. You know, right. when I started in uh, corporate America, you know, you come in as an entry level position. And you look at others that are in other positions and have other, you know, responsibilities that, that obviously you desire, you want to have because it pays more. It's, you know, better name, title, whatever the case may be, has its perks. So you're trying to figure out, okay, how can I get to that level? How can I get better? Um, I've always tried to do that in, in every arena that I'm in. Um, a great mentor of mine said to me, he says, you know, no matter what you're doing or what field you're in, you always want to be dominant. You want to be the best at it. You want to be the best in it. Absolutely. You don't just want to exist. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, 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 you know, you, you got for us, and we'll, we'll get into it in a moment, but, you know, as far as cigar lounges, cigar stores, I mean, you, you know, what, what, what separates you? What makes you different? And, 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 and on top of that, you know, how can you dominate your industry? How can you be the, the, the one that when they talk about cigars, automatically cigar experience comes up. When they talk about, you know, um, you know, any type of industry, they talk about, you know, the certain car wash or they talk about the barbershop. I mean, you want to be the, the, the one that, that that's just dominating it. So I always wanted to be better, um, always wanted to dominate. And I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. Right. Now, statistics show 90, is it, so 90, uh, Three, 93% of the world 
okay? Um, works for 7% entrepreneurs. And the reason that is is because the majority of people don't want the problems. Right. You know? They don't want the struggles. They don't want the disappointments. They don't want the upsets. And truly, if you really think about that, they don't want to live. Because that's what life's about. Life's about mess-ups. They're about hiccups. They're about, you know, uh, poor decisions. They're about failures. Right. And, and I think a lot of times that has to do with fear. Some people just have that fear, and they don't want that fear of failure, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to face that. So it's easier just to get up and go clock in for somebody. But, 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 but again, what is that failure to you? Correct. You know? Is that failure... Uh, uh, um, gonna put you in a corner eating spam, right. or is that failure gonna teach you something? Is it gonna pull something out of you that you never know was there? If that failure is gonna be a lesson to you, something that's going to give you a uh, um, little more insight, you know, on who you are. Correct. You know, it's not about. I know. I, I really and this. I just came over this uh, recently. It's not about the situation. What if we looked at a situation and we said. Um, you know, instead of we trying, we, we talk to God, and I, for y'all that don't know, I believe in Jesus Christ. It just is what it is, okay? But um, <laughs> what if, okay, y'all went, and instead of talking to God to change the situation, Lord, change my wife, change my job, change my friends. Instead of saying that, what if you said, Lord, change me? Mm-hmm. Okay, change, change, ch- ch- change the way I'm dealing with this. Change the way this affects me. Change me, how I'm looking at this situation, how I'm perceiving it. You know, instead of asking, you know, God to change it, ask him to change you. Think how selfless that is. That's so selfless because what you're saying, the other, on the flip side, if you're saying, Lord, change my job because what you're saying is I'm perfect my job is screwed up okay right. and I need you to, I need you to change them because I don't have the problem change my husband why because I'm fine okay he's got the issues <laughs> I need you to change him right right so right. it's always and we're asking to change the the it the situation we're saying we, we got it all mm-hmm. and that's not the case what if you flipped that and you said you know what change me because the situation is going to teach you something about yourself. So failure is something, as, as, as you go through life, I, and in my particular situation, I've always failed at a lot of different things, but I don't look at those as failures. I'm like, man, I learned so much. Correct. I've learned in a lot of different ways. You know, So for me, it was a, uh, a failure was welcomed. You know, I'm looking forward to that because I'm going to learn something great that I'm, not, that I'm going to be able to use in the next season, the next chapter in my life. Um, and that's pretty much how entrepreneurship. So that was the whole story getting back to where we are. How did I get to where I am? Gotcha. What do I have? <laughs> that is that is the premise of it, is knowing that I wanted more out of life. I wanted to do better. I wanted to continue to evolve, continue to climb, continue to challenge myself, right. um, not only mentally, uh, but physically, emotionally, because entrepreneurship, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to tell you something. It is not 
what everybody thinks it is. Mm -hmm. They think you're going to just, you're making all the money and you just, you got it made. You can do your own schedule and you're a boss and you got cars that say CEO and it, oh, wow, feels good, right. right? It's a misperception for real. Like people think automatically, oh, you're a business owner, you have money. Uh, ding, 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 no, I don't. You're starting, you're building something from scratch that's coming out of your pocket. Yes. And you have to seek funds and all of that. So, yes, it's deeper. It's a lot deeper. You are the marketer, you're the accountant, you're the salesperson, you're the janitor. You're doing it all and enjoy it. But understand, but don't get misconceived that you're going to walk into a situation and it's just all roses. Um, people right. who know me, and we, we've had this conversation many a times, but I always I talk about Steve Harvey and, you know, his story jump and, mm -hmm. you know, his book jump and, you know, how, um, you know, you stand on the cliff of life and, you know, you can, you know, you jump off the cliff of life, pull the cord, and it's going to open up a parachute and provide that saw in life. But this transparency was so real. He said, when you first jump, he said, that cord ain't going to, that, mm -hmm. that parachute ain't going to open up right away. You know, he says, you're going to hit some rocks. You're going to get cut up bad. But he said, if you just keep going, if you just keep going. I went just not too long ago. There's a place up here called, um, in the mountains, called The Pretty Place. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Have you ever been there? I haven't, but it is beautiful. I've seen pictures. So I, I would tell you, I was always one that was the same thing. I've heard about the place. I was like, man, I want to go up there. I want to go check this out, right? You know, for, for y'all know, if you look it up, it's called The Pretty Place. It's got scriptures. It's, it's like a, it's a, um, basically it's a church on top of a mountain. And you can see, like, the entire Greenville, the entire mm -hmm. landscape, just beautiful. So a friend of mine had said he went up there and he was, you know, going to talk to God. I was like, you know what? I've been meaning to go there. I said, sure, I'm going to go. So I just took it. It was about an hour and ten minute drive. I said, I'm going to go. So I went and um, I went up there and I just played some music and, you know, there was some other people there and, you know, just kind of had some alone time. But I went there for answers. I went there to talk to God. Like, I'm gonna, right. I want to talk to you. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, I need you to talk to me. Like, come on, I need to, I need to hear from you. Like, I want to hear from you, you know? Then did the whole worship thing, then read the words, and, you know, spoke out loud and had the hands, you know, did, did everything I was supposed to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To get an answer, right? I'm just saying getting an answer, right? I'm just right. sitting there, I'm like, what? And as I'm looking out over that entire landscape, he gave me my answer. He said, Stop. well, this came to me. He said, stop telling God how big your problem is mm -hmm. and start telling your problem how big your God is. <clears throat> so I was like, wow, because you're looking out over all these trees and this big monstrous world mm -hmm. that he owns and he's the creator of it. Correct. And we're worrying about, and, and how big is that to our little problem? Right. I ain't got fifty dollars to pay the cable bill or I ain't got no gas or whatever whatever it is you're going through. I mean that's mm -hmm. that's come on. And and that's what that's what I walked down. And then the, the other thing that, that he gave me too was at the end of the day, you have a decision to make in every situation. Let it fold you or keep going. Those are the only two freaking decisions you have. Let it break you or get up and keep going. So the only two decisions you have. So entrepreneurship, as I started this whole thing, I was like, you know what? I've had some challenges. I've had some, some issues. I mean, I learned a lot, you know, and I failed a lot. I made messed up money and messed up every, a lot of stuff, you know. 
And I could have let that situation just fold me. But instead, I said, you know what? You allow it to mold you. Yeah. I like going. that. Let it fold you or allow it to mold you. I like that. Yeah, that's a good yes. one. You might have to patent that right yeah. now. <laughs> you know, let it fold you or let it mold you. Exactly. Or, but it's but that's what that's what situations will do, and that's that's the choices that you have. So, you know, we're where you know we we are. Yes, we're located on Woodruff Road. We got one, you know, now downtown. And my goal and my vision, and I like to quote I, I quote Tony Robbins. He said this. He says, you know, you you know when you start a business, you know, most people don't have an end game. Correct. You know, and don't know what they what, what they're doing, and you know what they're working towards, and. Um, you know, for me, I just want to build a legacy for my kids, you know. Right. I want to give them an opportunity I didn't have, and um, this is the way for us to do it. Um, still got a lot that we want to do, um, but, you know, I tell you, just shoot, just last weekend, I mean, we had a heck of an event, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, really good. A lot of people that didn't know the location was there, you know, came out. So, you know, that was really exciting to see Barbie T. She gave us a shout-out, you know what I mean, on, on oh, really? our live feed. Yeah, shoot, you know, getting so popular. <laughs> but um, it's it's really really it's really been exciting. So you know now now a little bit you know let's uh, let's switch off of that. Let's talk about this book you got going on. You know tell tell us about this uh, this book. So before we get there, I just want to let y'all know about his social media handles on Instagram. So you have the underscore cigar underscore experience, and then you have the underscore cigar underscore experience underscore downtown and so the diff can you tell them the difference in the two locations the, the cigar experience and the cigar experience downtown Absolutely. just so they have an idea yeah the cigar experience that one on, on Woodruff Road is more of a retail grab and go uh, you can come in there you, you know we got a walk-in humidor got a lot of accessories humidors pipes different things like that but you can actually uh, you could we do have a smoking lounge in the back um, you can sit down and you know, we have some privileges for, for members and memberships as well. Um, however, the other one, uh, downtown, that one is a little more involved. We have a full bar. We have food. We have a 1,500-square-foot uh, VIP lounge with a rooftop for our for our members. Um, you know, that that's the place that you want to go. And you know, if you want to go right. out, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to go out there, you know. Hey, listen, I just got off work, and you know, I just want to sit back. I don't want to go home just yet. I just want to have a drink. And, and uh, you know, have a cigar, and I'm in my work clothes. I'm, yeah, look, I'm going to Woodruff Road. We're just going to hang out in the back. We're going to watch movies, and, you know, that's what we do. So those are the two. Yeah, those are the two differences right now. And so um, the location downtown, y'all, is really dope. You can rent it out for events. The rooftop is beautiful. The upstairs is beautiful. Customer service is superb. Mm-hmm. This is how we met because I work part time as his bar his bartender. So yeah. you know they are family. They take really good care of me. And I also want to let y'all know y'all can look them up on Facebook at the Cigar Experience as well as the Cigar Experience downtown on Facebook as well. But the place is dope. Customer service bar none. And if They're you're, if genuine people. If y'all just heard that, y'all know now where y'all can go see at. You know what I mean? If y'all need to get, you know what I mean, a selfie or something with her, she'll be down there, you know, <laughs> hanging out. But, you know, it's, it's a testament, and, it, and it, that, that's another thing. It's good you brought that up because, you know, no matter what you want to do in life, it takes, it takes other people, you know? Exactly. You're never going to get to where you want to go uh, by yourself, you know? Exactly. Um, and, you know, sometimes we, we're worried you know, like, okay, you know, I'm not going to meet the right people. Am I going to have the right, you know? And, 
you know, at the end of the day, just get up and go, and God will put the right people in your life, the ones that are supposed to be there for you. We we're very blessed and fortunate to, you know, have you on the team and, you know, the things that you do and what you bring. And I've seen the, the growth, you know, in, um, in you. Thank you, know, you. I appreciate it. Since day one it. to now. And, you know, it's a, I can't wait to, they hear your testimony and they hear what <laughs> you've got going on. And, you know, but, you know, what you're doing is something that's, you know, been on your heart. And, you know, this right here, you know, giving me an opportunity to come and talk about my business is, is huge, you know. So I, I truly appreciate that. I really do. No problem. It's always love here. So Pete was asking me about my book, Fatherless Success. And I do have an official release date, which is oh. going to be Father's Day, June 20th, 2021. Oh, and, <laughs> wow. And guess what? Thank you. We'll be doing my official release party in Greenville, South Carolina at the Cigar yeah. Experience downtown. Okay. Y'all heard I mean, it. I wouldn't do it no other way. And book No signing. other way. You know all of that. So that is amazing. You know, I tell you, it reminds me of a... Um, it was a book I was reading. Ooh, I think it's called Think or Grow Rich or something like that. But anyway, they said, you know, most people have, you know, ideas and they have things that they want to do. And they said, put a put a time limit, put a time stamp on it, you mm -hmm. know. And it says, you know, at the end of the day, look, this is when it's going to happen. And this is when I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to complete this particular task. And what it does is it gives you the the mindset and, and the, the accountability, accountability as well. Accountability to, hey, I'm going to make that happen. And, you know, so, and, and that's what, you know, before you had, you know, when you started this thing, you had some projections, you had some times like, I'm going to do it around this. But now, look, it's all, I mean, how much have you accomplished all the way up to this point? And now you have a point where it's like, look, this is when I'm going to let the world see what's going on. Exactly. You know? And so, I've always been the person to, you know, speak things to existence, talk to God, write it down. But I didn't always put a date on it. And yeah. so this year, or shall I say 2020, allowed me to expand and be like, you know what, I need to put a date on it. So to have my book completely finished and published, I put a date on, a date on it. To have my website up and running, I put a date on it. Yeah. To have the podcast launch, I put a date on it. And it's crazy because I've been exceeding those expectations it. because it's been holding me accountable. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you say you, know, you say to somebody, hey, I'm going to be there at 8 o'clock, okay? You just committed yourself. You understand? You, you've you given yourself, right. hey, you know what? You said you was going to do that. And that's what they tell you, you know, speak that stuff. You know, say, mm -hmm. hey, I want to have that. They said to somebody, you know, okay, you know, well, I, I want to be rich. I want to have a lot of money. All right, that's cool. Well, how much money? Mm -hmm. I want to have, um, well, you know, a million dollars. Okay, great. How long are you giving yourself to do that? Well, yeah. I want to have it in three years. Okay. How many do you need the first year? How much are you going to make the first year? But it's just breaking it down, but putting, holding, putting yourself to the fire and giving yourself, you know, obtainable goals, uh, measurable goals, you know, to reach. And it's just, it, 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 it's something that, you know, believe it or not, you know, it's you put in your subconscious, and your subconscious makes everything go towards that. Exactly. You know? And that's true, because it, it works for me, and it does. It really does. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people that don't know you on a personal level, I mean, you, you have some, you have a really strong mental game. That Thank is you. something that is very, very difficult for most people to achieve. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
they've had, you know, challenges, go so many days and do this and, you know, uh, uh, diets and, you know, everybody has all of this stuff and we all do it for a certain period of time because mm -hmm. it's exciting, it's new, it's, hey, you know, I want to try that, it sounds good. But we never look at the commitment and right. really say that, hey, I'm going to see this thing through. That's right. when they said to me when I opened up the first cigar lounge, they said to me, I'm Pete. <clears throat> they said, you know, what's your plan B? You know what I mean? If it don't work, I said, my plan B is enforcing plan A. Okay, exactly. there is no plan B. Because <laughs> exactly. if you had a plan B, you're already planning, hey, that's my exit. And nine times out of ten, you're going to have that plan B exactly. executed. So, you know, for me... You know, you, 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 people go through things and don't finish them, not because they don't want to, but because they don't have the strong mental capacity mm -hmm. to push by the tiredness, to push by the, you know, uh, uh, um, influences that are around them, the, you know, the friends that, you know, aided that behavior or whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, but for your person to be able to say, hey, no. Hey, I'm mm -hmm. not gonna do that. I'm not, and 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 to to have something that you stand for, and you stick by it no matter what. That's a strong mental game. Mental toughness is what your Marines, your Navy SEALs. I mean, everybody's being taught. All of these, you know, motivational speakers and everybody. What are they speaking? They spe they want you to change the way you're. Thinking. Correct. It's your mental game that determines truthfully your outcome. Correct. You know? Correct. So I say all that to say that your mental game is very, very, very strong. Oh, thank very you. Very strong. Thank you. And that's why it doesn't surprise me that you have the accomplishments that you have, and there's going to be so much more. So thank much you. more to come. I'm so. so grateful for that. Thank you. Because it's not always easy for me. Of course, people don't see when I'm by myself and the things that I endure and what I go through and the motions that I have to go through to be able to sustain my mental, my spiritual, my emotional. Because 2021 is going to be a big year for me. Come on. I have a lot of things in store. Um, so I'm just going to open up a little bit with Pete because Pete is my main man I'm trying to tell you we talk about a lot we go really in depth with our conversations on life mm -hmm. on business many things and so I'm gonna share this with the audience today as well you know about me relocating to Dallas Texas next year then we have the book and the the last main thing that I really want to do is be a full-time entrepreneur but let me tell you, like, mm -hmm. first off, this podcast was different and new for me. Yeah. This was getting me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And so now I'm, I've been thinking, like, literally in, like, five months or so, I'm going to be relocating by myself to a whole another different area I've never been before. And then on top of that, I'm thinking about, oh, I want to become a full-time entrepreneur. And I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. I'm afraid. Yeah, but you know what? Change that to you're nervous, you're anxious, you're excited. Because I am. what you're doing is it's you're entering into a season that that not a lot of people honestly get to appreciate or even get to do. You know, there are so many restrictions that we've put on ourselves because of decisions that we've made leading up to where we are now. Right. Example: kids. Okay. Um, you know, maybe you went to jail, you know, and you, you, you screwed up some years there. And, you know, I mean, and then you got, you know, you can't leave the damn state. You know what I mean? You just got a whole lot of stuff <laughs> right, going on. Right, right. You know, you have a true empty bag that right. you can take and pack and go 
I mean, take advantage of that. Here's the thing. Here's the here's the reality, okay? And I think when we realize the seasons that we go into um, are all temporary. Mm-hmm. You understand? It doesn't matter if it's for, you know, a year, five years, or ten years, okay? Correct. It's temporary. But you also got to understand the type of individual that it takes to make changes like that in their life, okay? Most of us are forced to relocate, right? okay? We have to do that because of a position, job, finances, family, death, whatever, okay? We got to go. We got to do that. So we were forced to do that. Now, there's not many of us that say, you know what, I want to open up. I want to change my season mm-hmm. and and my my purpose of doing it is to make it better. Right. Okay? Exactly. And there's nothing forcing you to do that but your own determination and your own will. So is it is it nerve-wracking? Is it, you know, all of that is good and that's all real. Those are all real feelings. But what I just said this to the uh, I said this to somebody else about myself. When I ever think about stuff, or I think about opening up a business, or I think about doing something, I never look at the downside of it. Right. I always look at the upside of it. Now, some people say, "Well, that's not really good." Like I'll, I'll sit there and project what I want to do on an event, how much this is going to get me. Da da da. I'm not looking at the fact that you only got one bartender. Okay, you only got one machine. You know what I mean? So uh, I got the potential to do it, but you know, you don't really project that. But, See, but I'm the complete opposite. I look at the full picture, and mm. so, and I think sometimes people take that the wrong way mm. as negative, or but it's not. I'm just a realist. So I, I've already analyzed all the good things, but I also analyze all the things that could go wrong. And I have a hard time. I, that's just how I process things. I have to analyze every, the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. the unexpected. That's just how my brain operates. So, so you know, it's, fun, it's funny you say that because there was something um, I had met with a uh, couple of guys uh, today and um, we were talking about um, having the big having the big picture, okay? Looking at everything from beginning to end. Now, this 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 right here. This now this came from the uh, this is Luke fourteen. All right, it okay. says Luke fourteen uh, verse twenty eight. It says, "For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost." whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and it is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish because he didn't sit back and do what you just said. Mm -hmm. He did not count the cost and look at the whole picture. And and I think that's something that, you know, is a, it's a blessing. I mean, as I said, as I stated, I, I focus on the (laughs) good stuff, (laughs) all the good stuff, right? And then when I get hit with the bad stuff, I'm like, dang, but you know what? I do that because I know me, if I start focusing on, you know, bad stuff, then I might not even move, you know? Right. I know my limitations, but to have the ability and to be able to to do that, to look at the whole picture and count the cost and understand, you know, the sacrifices and, and the process and, you right. know, that's it. That's, yeah, it's biblical. And it's not, and for me, even when I look at the bad thing, it's not like, oh, I'm not going to move. 
I just need to know what those calculated risks are before I move. Mm -hmm. It doesn't prevent me or hinder me in yeah. any way. Yeah, and that's and I think that's uh, that's a key thing that people uh, need to understand is is don't let it. You know, right. don't let it hinder you. Don't let it, you know, uh, uh, stop you from moving. Just be aware exactly. that it exists. You exactly. know, it's like driving on the bridge and knowing, hey, okay, I, the water's there. Okay, I see it underneath me. Be aware. Exactly. Don't go over the rail. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Y'all, this has been such a blessing today. Thank Absolutely. you to my family, Pete. I really appreciate you coming here, dedicating your time and your continuous support to what I have going on and to me. So thank you. Thank you. Listen, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to see, you know, the uh, levels God's going to take you. So just keep doing what you're doing. You know, a lot of people are watching you. A lot of people are learning and getting motivated. So keep it going. Thank you. Y'all, so, of course, the saying that we came up with today, don't let it fold you, let it mold. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, yes. Thank y'all once again. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Remember to go to www.theauthenticstephaniesterling.com and subscribe. You can follow The Authentic Stephanie Sterling on Facebook as well as Instagram. Y'all, it's been real. Peace out.